You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadulu. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Hristadoulou, and today on this June 17th, 2022, we are previewing the final week, week number 10 of the USFL, going through all four games, breaking them down, talking about them a bit, picking our winners, discussing the betting odds a little bit, what I do and don't like in terms of bets here. So make sure, as always, you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment down below. Let me know who you think comes out winners in week number 10. And be sure, after you hit that subscribe button, to check out some of the other videos I got. I did a couple of top five videos regarding the NFL the last couple of days, so make sure you check those out as well, talking uh, potential impact rookies and also year two guys that are poised to break out and have some big games in the NFL this upcoming season, be sure to check those out. But without further ado, let's start with the very first game on the list, a playoff preview matchup between the Philadelphia Stars, who are sitting at 6-3, and three, versus the New Jersey Generals sitting at 8-1, and one. a literal playoff preview of a game that is going to be going down next week for the North Division here. Uh, you know, this is a very interesting scenario where we get two playoff teams going head-to-head right before they play again immediately the next week with playoff hopes on the line. I think this game has a lot riding on it because winner coming out of this game goes into that next game with a ton of momentum and both of these teams right now coming into this game have a lot of momentum going for them anyways generals eight and one arguably the best team at least for the last couple of weeks and maybe even beyond that I've had them ranked number one the last two weeks here if you haven't checked out my power rankings make sure you do that came out earlier this week as well and then the Philadelphia Stars who you know a few weeks back I pegged as a dark horse team to really push and make it to the playoffs and sure enough here they are as the second team of the North Division this is going to be a fun one. The Generals are minus two and a half favorites to over under sitting at 41 and a half. I do like the over in this game here just because both of these teams defenses while being really good do let up a ton of yardage and I think some points could end up being allowed here in this game as well. When you look at the Generals here I think some of their big keys to success will be of course the ground game and then also making sure that they protect the quarterback which both they do really well in. When it comes to the rushing attack they're first in the league averaging about 159 yards a game and they are second in sacks allowed at only 14 on the season. Now, when you look that in comparison to what the Stars have been doing, they are eighth in rushing in yards allowed on defense here. So I think that the Generals, after having not necessarily the greatest week last week on the ground, have an opportunity to really take advantage of that against the Stars, who are allowing 148 yards a game. Meanwhile, they need to make sure they are protecting themselves because, like I said, while they are second in sacks allowed this season, the Stars are tied for first in the league at 23. They are aggressive. They are hungry to bring down the quarterback, and they do fairly often. They're averaging about, what would that be, like roughly two sacks and some change a game? I mean, and that's... That's understating. It's probably closer to like 2.3 or something like that. So you got to be careful with this Stars defense. They must protect the quarterback, whether it's Lewis Perez, DeAndre Johnson, whoever it may be. Got to protect them if they want to win this game. I think the real key to success for the Generals in this one here is going to be a clean showing from Lewis Perez or DeAndre Johnson, whoever ends up getting the bulk snaps for this game here. It feels like it might be Lewis Perez just because he's been getting a ton of opportunity to be the starter, especially more recently than anything else. So if they're leaning on him, they're going up against the Stars pasty that's ranked sixth in the league, averaging about 190 yards a game. If he has a solid, clean game, should be a good opportunity for the Generals to notch a win here going into the playoffs. But when you look at the Stars, as far as them go, for them, I would say that like 
it, it's a very similar situation. Case Cookus, he's been looking really good. He was knocked around a lot this past week. I, I don't know if his you know status is up in the air for this game, at least at the time of me recording this. If he's playing, though, they're going up against a Generals team that has allowed 195 yards a game through the air. That's seventh in the league, so not great. I mean, they have an opportunity where even if they're struggling with the ground game and Case Cookus gets hot, you know, we, he's shown it a few times this season. He can throw with the best of them in this league. Both teams, good quarterback play. Whoever ends up having the bigger game, I think, ends up being the winner in this one here. I do think the game ends up being close. The minus two and a half, that's a tough bet because I think that this game here is going to be a tight one. I have the scoreline generals taking the win at 28 to 26. And like I said, I do like the over in this game here. I think with just how weak the pass defenses are on both of these teams, um, the game could end up being a little bit more higher scoring than most. But that's how I feel about game number one. Going into game number two, we are looking at the Stallions taking on the Bandits. The Stallions don't really have much riding for them at this point here in terms of like needing to do anything. They're already locked into the playoffs. They have been for a little bit now. They don't necessarily have a ton to prove, but I could see this as a good game for them to try to build a little bit of momentum after coming off of last week's loss. And when you look at the Bandits and just how the season has gone for them at this point, the Bandits really are coming into this game just hoping to find some positives leading into next season, going 4-5 and five and missing the playoffs after last week's loss to the Breakers here. The last time these two teams played, Alex Magoo was the quarterback. The game was pretty tight. Scoreline was 16-10. to 10. Stallions taking the W in week number four. Uh, there has been some concern offensively for the Stallions. They now only have 25 points in the last couple of weeks scored after tearing through the league in the earlier part of the season. I think Jamar Smith going into this game, if he's getting the start, needs to have a good game to try to build some momentum going into next week's matchup versus the Breakers. I would say, you know, just look for the defense to continue doing what they're doing. They haven't allowed more than 17 points since week one and two of the season. And uh, I'm just curious if the Stallions opt to maybe sit some people going into this uh, going into this game. They don't really they don't really have to prove much in this game. I could see them maybe starting a few people, maybe trying to build a little bit of momentum with their starters before pulling them. And I could even see this game going in the favor of the Bandits just because of that alone. And with that in mind, minus three and a half for the Stallions. No, no, no. I I think I, I kind of like the Bandits in this one here. I think it ends up being close still, but considering just, again, there's not a lot riding on this one here for the Stallions. There's no real reason for them to, to show up and win this game other than to just try to make a statement victory coming into the playoffs. But I mean, they've been dealing with injuries and whatnot recently. It, it, it could do them well to rest some people. And I think the Bandits could get the win in this game. And I do have them picked as the winners at a score of 20 to 17. I think the under ends up being the result on this game here. Like I said, offensively, Stallions have been a little bit slower. They have not been as aggressive recently. The Bandits have been, you know, up and down at, during this entire season. And I think that going up against a Stallions defense, bit of a mismatch. They only put up 10 points the last time these two teams played. And if maybe some starters are sitting they maybe get an extra touchdown or so so I like bandits 20 to 17 not because I think the bandits are the better team but just because of playoff situation here Going into game number three, we are looking at the Michigan Panthers taking on the Pittsburgh Maulers. Both teams are one and eight with nothing on the line in this game other than just trying to build towards next season and getting something good out of a season that has been lost by both of these teams here. Panthers are minus two and a half favorites and the over under is sitting at 42 and a half. 
I don't know if the over gets hit in this game here, just because both offenses have not necessarily been the greatest throughout the year, especially the Maulers. Uh, the my, the Panthers at minus two and a half feels good to me. I do I do like that. I think that's an easy bet to take. I could see the Panthers winning by even a touchdown or so going into this game here. But I mean, for the Maulers going into this game. Just trying to find some sort of positive coming out of this game is really all that they can ask for. It has been a bit of a circus over there for the Pittsburgh Maulers, to say the least. Whereas for the Panthers, uh, some heartbreaking losses this season. This is a team that could very easily have at least three wins right now, maybe even arguably four. Just but things have not gone their way. And that missed kick off the post is the first thing that comes to mind when I think of just heartbreaking losses. They have been in it in a lot of the games that they have lost. And like I said, this team could very well have three, four, maybe even five wins at this point. If the ball bounced their way or, you know, a ball went through the goalpost the right way and not into the goalpost, you know. But I do like the Panthers taking the win in this one here. I have them winning 23-13. to 13. I think they overcome a struggling Pittsburgh Maulers team, which it's funny to say that about the Maulers and then when you're talking about the Panthers because the Panthers are struggling. But I don't think anyone's struggled quite like the Maulers have this season. But I do like the Panthers 23-13. to 13. The under on this one makes a little bit of sense to me just because both teams offensively not quite where they you know you'd want them to be. I could see this game going for the under here. And then for the final matchup of the season, the New Orleans Breakers taking on the Houston Gamblers in what is kind of a, like a nightmare matchup scenario for the Breakers offensively. The Breakers are minus three and a half favorites going into this one here, and the over-under is sitting at 41 and a half. Like, and, and like I said, kind of a matchup nightmare for the Breakers, and I mean that because the Breakers are second most in the league with turnovers at 17, whereas the Gamblers are second in the league with takeaways at 19 on the season. I am slightly worried about this game, but I also am kind of erring on the side of what I thought of with the Stallions as maybe this is a game where the Breakers opt to rest some players because they have dealt with some injuries themselves. Kyle Sloter has played hurt all pretty much season long since... I think like week two or three, he's been dealing with something the entirety of the year. And I don't know if some of the erratic play he's had is is a result of that, but I would not be surprised if Zach Smith gets to start for this game and they just sit Kyle Slaughter for the week so he can be prepared to, for the Stallions game come next week. I would not be surprised at that at all. Um, so I'm definitely interested to seeing how that works out. If I were the Breakers, you got the win you needed last week, the important game. D- don't like you can you can kind of skip over this game in a sense at this point here you know put keep some guys in get them some playing time so they're not like completely you know rested and way too flat going into your playoff game next week get them some playing time just so they stay sharp but you know giving as many starters as possible the rest in this week's game is probably the best decision for especially going up against a gamblers team that could make your life a nightmare the last thing you want to do is just like flat out start your team and have what happened to the stallions last week happen to you this week you do not want a scenario like that going into the playoffs i think rest a lot of your starters just try to get your team healthy for next week's matchup against the stallions and take advantage of a stallions team that has been struggling the last few weeks for the gamblers 
not a lot to play for. They're just kind of playing for respect here, opportunity to knock off another playoff team. I think um, if there's anything I'm looking forward to and seeing from this team here in this game is can Kenji Bahar build off of the strong game he had last week? He had 164 yards off of 16 completions out of 24 passes. I had a touchdown as well, 36 yards on the ground. Can he continue to build on that against the Breakers defense that's been pretty solid throughout the year? And then running back Mark Thompson, who was on a tear before he got hurt, and then came back last week. He had five carries for negative nine yards. Not the best showing for him, obviously. But can he come back and maybe have a strong performance to cap off his season? Because, you know, it, just, if it wasn't too long ago that I was talking Mark Thompson is a guy that needs to end up going back to the NFL if, if the opportunity arises because of the way he plays and runs the football. He is an awesome running back. Not quite sure what happened last week with him, but, you know, can he build off of what he had what was a pretty strong entire season and rebound from last week's poor performance coming back off of an injury? But I do like the Gamblers actually winning in this game here. I have it on the under just because the Gamblers have struggled to score a lot of points offensively, and I could see the Breakers potentially, even though Zach Smith looked pretty solid and, and led the team to 17 points, even though one of the drives was a one-play drive, um, I I think that maybe the breakers slow down a little bit. A turnover or two happens here going up against the gamblers defense that, you know, it has been playing really good all season long. I think the gamblers get a win here 17 to 13. I like the under for this game as well. This feels like a week of low scores just because again, playoffs on the line. I think some starters are going to be sat. The only super competitive game I see is going to be that playoff preview matchup between the stars and generals. And then the star, uh, not the stars, excuse me, the Panthers and the Maulers might have a somewhat competitive game between those two because it is like the battles of the one and eights and who's going to have the worst record. Um, both of those teams have a lot to prove to themselves and I think should be going into that game with a we need to win this one mentality. But that is it for me. I appreciate you guys for watching again. Let me know what you think about your picks in the comment section down below. Hit the like and subscribe button and make sure you check out some of the other content I have been putting out all this week and stick around for all the future content coming your way. I am Ethan Hursadulu. Thank you all for watching. Have a good one.